0: welcome back listeners to another episode of yeah i said it and you're checking out the program on june 12th 2020 as always the show is hosted by yours truly lance williams and before we start the program i want to give a big shout out to the editor of behind the dave schofield want to also give a big shout out to big bro sco giving a shout out to who's bad also want to give a shout out to Tony Deffio. Want to give a shout out to everybody who writes on the website. Also want to give a shout out to Mike Beck as well. He's been doing a fantastic job in getting the interviews and doing a great job on the podcast. And make sure you check out the interview that is available on YouTube and or in the feed for the podcast with Chris Warmly, new free agent transaction that was acquired earlier this year. Make sure you check out that interview It's a fantastic interview, and also make sure you check out The Standard is the Standard. It was a great show this week where me and the Oracle, the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, Dave Schofield, we talked about who is the greatest Steelers all-time draft pick. Make sure you guys check out that program. It was a great, fun, light, cool whip show, low-calorie show, but it really got us to thinking just about how good the Steelers have drafted and and just how many great players have graced the black and gold colors. Another thing I want to jump into to remind you guys of before I get into the program is if you want to help out the show, make sure you hit the like button. It helps. It, It brings our views up. It also lets you, it jumps us to the top of the queue. So when you type in Steelers, you see us first. So make sure you hit the live chat button, or excuse me, the the like button. And if you want to jump into the top of the queue and ask a question, make sure you hit the super chat feature. It will jump you to the top of the queue and I will address those questions. The title of this particular program is, yeah, I said it. The players will kneel and the fans will come to the games anyway. Let me just say that again. The players will kneel, but the fans will come to the games anyway. Let me break this down into a couple of ways. Now, there's a part of the question that I need to answer first before I get into the issue of kneeling and the fans' reaction to kneeling. The first part is, Will fans be in the stands for the 2020 season? And the answer, and I've gone back and forth on this, but I've forgotten my training. You know, I've read uh, Karl Marx. I've read different books in terms of capitalism, um, economic stuff. Fans will absolutely be in the stands. The reason fans will be in the stands, there is just simply too much money to lose for fans not being in the stands. And so that's why you see, when you see the headline of the show, and I say that fans will still come to games, I spelled it S-T-E-E-L instead of S-T-I-L-L. Because in the context of Steeler fans, because we as Steeler fans are absolutely fruity and, and and fanatic. We will absolutely be in the stands. And there are just, it's just too much money to lose for fans to not be in the stands. Now, I did some research, took a look at a Forbes article, and the data that I'm going to give you is from 2018. So assume that it's greater than what it is now. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, their total revenue is 950 million. Their stadium revenue is 621 million. 621 million. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I wanted to give you the Cowboys first, just to give you an example of how much revenue stadiums generate. And largely that comes from fans being in the stands. million for the Dallas Cowboys. That's 65.4% of their revenue. You look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, total revenue, 2018 numbers again, $439 million. Stadium revenue, $156 million. You're talking about in terms of total revenue for the National Football League in general, You're talking about $14.4 billion. Remember, this is 2018. It's more in 2019, probably significantly more. You're talking about stadium revenue of $5 billion for the league. We live in a capitalist society. We understand that capitalism will put players' health Fans health at risk. There is no way in the world that the league is going to give up five billion dollars. Let me give you that number again. Five point five billion dollars. They are not going to lose that. And when you look at teams, and we'll just go through the list, we'll look at the we'll start with the Cowboys. 65% of their revenue comes from stadium revenue. Patriots, 52.5%. The Giants, 50%. The Jets, 45%. The Falcons, 44%. The Texans, 44%. Philly, 42%. San Francisco, 42%. The Redskins, 42%. The Dolphins, 38%. And, and I wanted to hit these teams because these are your highest revenue-generating teams. The Cowboys are one, the Patriots are two, Giants three, Jets five, Falcons eight, Texans four, Eagles nine, San Francisco six, the Redskins seven, Miami 11. I'll even throw Green Bay in there. Green Bay is top 10 in in terms of percentage of revenue generated from the stadium at 38.2. So NFL teams are generating just entirely way too much money to not have fans in the stands. And so what the league is doing is they're kicking the can down the road because they know They could be on the bad side of public perception right now if they come out too soon. Also, if they come out too soon, they could be jumping the gun. Some information could change, and then they have to change the policy. They're waiting because they don't have to make a decision in terms of if fans are going to be in stands. They have the the luxury because the league starts at the end of summer and into the fall to be able to wait to see how other leagues do it without fans. But the NFL is not giving up $5.5 billion in revenue. They are not giving up $5.5 billion in revenue. At the same token, the reason why the league does not have to worry about whether fans come to games or not if there are going to be fans in the stands and there are going to be fans in the stands the nfl knows that fans will come regardless i can't remember the, the quote if you say something then they will come i'm i'm terrible with clichés that was a running joke on the show but if they open up those doors they know that fans will come now in terms of the current policy on a national anthem, is that a team will be fined by the league for any protest by its players. It is giving players the opportunity to remain in the locker room during the anthem, but says any player who is on the field is expected to stand for the anthem. Now, given Roger Goodell's Mia Copa from about two weeks ago, and given the ultimatum that he was given by President Trump saying that all players will be standing, there will be no kneeling for the anthem, it puts the NFL in a weird position. I think the NFL is going to get rid of that policy, given Roger Goodell's statements from two weeks ago, and not require players to stand for the anthem. It just does not stand consistent With the comments that he made. With that being said. The controversial thing about kneeling is. Although Colin Kaepernick and players have expressly said. It is not about disrespecting the flag. There are many people out there who think that it is. And their minds will not be convinced otherwise. And that's fine. And I don't think that's the goal of Colin Kaepernick or the BLM movement or any of that. And and that's not, and it wasn't intended to disrespect the flag, but people will think that anyway, and that won't change. And the reason why the NFL will feel comfortable about changing the policy and the reason why this program is entitled, the players will kneel and the fans will still come anyway S-T-E-E-L, meaning Steeler fans, is because if fans are willing to pay to watch a game and put their life at risk due to COVID-19, players kneeling won't stop people from going to games. It just won't. Let me give you, in that scenario, right, and I'm going to give you the converse of that too, fans will be willing to pay to go to a setting that is highly risky to watch and be entertained. So you, so there will be a number of fans that will absolutely go to a game and risk their health. They'll, they'll justify it for some particular reason, and that's fine. That's your personal choice. Now let me flip that. So if you're willing to pay to risk your health to get, you're going to pay now. You're going to pay to risk your health for players. So so for instance, let me let me let me just try to flip that, right? So the converse of that would be simply right that if players don't kneel, you're still going to go to the games. So either way, in either scenario, you're going to potentially risk your health to go see football. Because the league knows that fans will risk their health to go see football games, they know that if fans knew that you're going to come. Let me give you some other scenarios, right? And this is why owners, and this is why us fans are always in the crosshairs when it comes to owners. And and I want to bring up John Trent's point. And And I thought John Trent put up a fantastic point. John wrote, I respect the anthem, and for all the people who get mad at people who do, Neil, let me ask this honest question. If you're home watching sports and they do the anthem, do you stand at home? No. People don't stand at home. They get snacks. They're drinking beer. Most people at the game anyway are drinking beer and eating snacks anyway when it happens. So I, I, I don't think so. So let me give you some other scenarios, right? Fans are so crazy that for years I've talked about a podcast. When I say fans, I'm talking about myself. I've talked to, I've, I've had a podcast from 05. For years doing the podcast, I was not compensated. So I was sacrificing time with family for you guys to bring you content that I thought that you appreciated. I sacrificed family time. I didn't do stuff with outings. Um, You know, I made sure that my family kind of knew, like, okay, I'm doing the show. Can you guys be quiet? I, I sacrificed a lot to do this show free of charge, free for years, free. That's absolutely crazy. That's what fans are willing to do. Now, here's another thing. You've had players that have killed people, hit and runs, stabbings, shootings, drunk drivings. You know, Michael Vick was a dog fighter, killed dogs. Not only did Steeler fans still come to the games, they supported Mike Vick because once Mike Vick put on the black and gold, Michael Vick was one of our guys, our guy. He was a member of the black and gold, so all his sins were mysteriously forgotten once he had that black and gold jersey on. You've got players that have been serial rapists. Darren Sharper. Fans stopped going to see the Saints. You've had players that have repeatedly beat women. Ray Rice, domestic violence issues. Roger Cadell initially suspended him for two games until the video was shown. You know, the NFL's conduct when it comes to women has been, uh, has been absolutely horrible. Guess what? Fans still go to games. Fans still buy shirts. Fans still buy jerseys, shirts, hats. We still support the NFL. Players have been serial killers. Aaron Hernandez, Robert Rogier. Players have been popped numerous times for drug possession. Put a blank and add a player's name, and a lot of them have been in drug possession charges. You've had owners get caught riding dirty like Jim Ursay. Owners charge fans private seat licenses for the opportunity to buy tickets. Like you've got to pay a fee to go pay money. Just imagine that. I've got a chart. I'm going to charge you money to spend money. Just imagine that. Right. It's still it doesn't seem logical. Get, guess what fans do? They do it. Why? Because we're fans. We're addicted to the game. You know, owners are the pushers and we're the addict. We're addicted to the game. You've got absorbent prices. Prices keep going up every single year. Fans still keep paying them. We still go. I don't go personally. I'm not going to a football game anymore. I've been to every type of game you could could see except for the Super Bowl. That's the next game that I'm going to. I've been to AFC Championship games. I've been to Divisional round. I've seen Steeler games in Pittsburgh, obviously, because I'm from Pittsburgh. I've seen games back-to-back on each coast in different weeks. You know, I've been blessed to be able to see the Steelers all over the country, not going to another game until I go to the Super Bowl, until they go to the Super Bowl again. But even in that scenario, I'm willing to fork out thousands of dollars to to pay for something that I can watch on TV at a fraction of the cost. That's called being fanatic. You've had Spygate teams cheating, Deflategate teams cheating. And fans still come. And, and I could add a million more things when it comes to this list. So do owners think that fans will come if they change the kneeling policy? Hell yeah, they do. Absolutely, they do. they will. Fans, Owners know that fans will come. They know that fans will be out there. There'll be some fans that'll be upset and pissed off that Colin Kaepernick or if he comes back and kneels and and players continue to kneel and players talk about Black Lives Matter. Fans don't care. Fans don't care. Overwhelmingly, they don't care. And the owners know it. Players will absolutely kneel in 2020. 2021, fans will be in the stands, and fans will be in the stands pissed off, but in stands, when you've got COVID, kneeling, fans don't care. Fans will be there. Why? We're addicted to the game. We're addicted to this to the game. We're addicted to entertainment. So, it, there's no skin off the back of the owners. They don't care if the they don't care if the players kneel. They don't care if they don't kneel. All they care about is opening the gates so you can walk in and pay them that money. <laughs> when you look at these revenues, I mean come on, 621 million dollars the Cowboys are generating from stadium The Steelers are generating $156 million. That's why you know there will be fans in the stands. And they absolutely know that you're still going to come whether the players kneel or they don't. It doesn't matter because fans have shown that again, we are absolutely addicted to the game, and we will do anything at all costs to get the entertainment that we crave and that we love. I mean, that's that, that's point blank. I mean, that, that's what's going to happen. So, you know, when Roger Goodell comes out and, you know, has this Mia Copa moment where like a Eureka light comes on, I mean, come on, man, it, it doesn't matter. He, he doesn't care either way. He's going to win regardless of whatever side of the coin he flips. If he capitulates to President Trump and says the players can't kneel, doesn't matter. Fans are still going to go. You know, so for the, maybe the 5 to 7 10% of the fans you lose on either side, you'll get them back depending on however you flip on the issue. The NFL is bulletproof. I mean, the biggest thing that is standing in the NFL in the way of the NFL making as much profit as it has is COVID-19. COVID-19 is a much bigger issue for the NFL than players kneeling because they know fans are going to come. The crux of the matter is they're trying to get these doors to come in so you can give them the money regardless. Now, I, w- I want to commend uh, Dave and the guys on Thursday. Dave and Bad and Mike did a fantastic job talking about the player experience and trying to give you, like, a sort of like a VIP, like a, a very, like, a more COVID safe environment. You know, fans will eat it up. You know, stadiums will provide something like that. You pay extra to be in a socially distanced section. You get waiter service, a shield, you know, maybe a mask, so on and so forth. Fans will eat it up. Fans will absolutely eat it up. They'll pay extra 15, 20, 30 percent to do it to feel safer. They just know they meeting the owners. They know all they got to do is open the doors. And we're going to be there. That's why, again, and I'm going to jump into some of your questions. The players will kneel and the fans will still come. Before I jump into your questions, make sure you hit the like button. I don't know how many people we've got into the live chat, but make sure if you're in the live chat and you do enjoy the program, make sure you hop on and and you hit us with a like. And I'm going to go from the bottom to the top because a lot of the comments went by as I was doing it. Um, let me go to William Weathersby. He said military service. Let me pop it up here. Military service will always be a brotherhood for those who serve. And put in the time and sacrifice. I do not disagree, and uh, again, I don't think that uh, the players are disrespecting the service of, uh, of of service people because many of their uh, people and their families indeed served. Uh, let me jump into a question from Nolan Donald Nolan kneeling at football about minority issues when the NFL is exact opposite of what you're kneeling for. Hypocritical and nonsensical. Just my opinion, though. I don't understand this one. I, 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 I don't understand what a minority issue is. Um, I guess Donald Nolan is saying the issue of police brutality is just an issue for minorities, which it is not. Um, because there are a ton of white Americans that get beat up um, by the cops and get killed by the cops. It's just not as disproportionate as it is for people of color in the state. So I'm not sure. Um, what Donald means there. So let me go up a couple more questions there. Um, John Trent again. He said the anthem is a time where everyone stands up for what they believe in as as one as one country. And do you think that's what all is going on in the country? We stand for that. That's our American values. Um, I don't know what the anthem stands for for everybody when they stand. And I'm and I and I don't want to. Uh, trying to try to guess what it means. I just know that it means different things for different people. And, and I think, you know, where we have to get is we have to respect what it means for different people. Cause it does mean different things. And so, you know, once you get there um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, this is just about entertainment, but one thing I do know is the owners know that if you're not going to come because somebody kneels, your friend across the street will, let me jump into another question here as I, as I pull it through up here. Um, uh, let me jump into a question here. No one you know said, my uncle served in Vietnam and died there. Five cousins who served as well. I care about the military, but I care even more about the freedoms that the military fought and died for. And that's a great point. And, you know, the ironic thing about the kneeling gesture is that, you know, Colin Kaepernick originally was sitting but was urged by a veteran to kneel as to not show disrespect for the flag, you know, and I I respect the service of your family. No one, you know, and and, and that's the irony. And and that's the other thing is that the narratives around all of these different issues get co-opted by different forces and different people at play. But, You know, like, for instance, Keyman 1849, you're paying to see football, not people showing disrespect. Again, you know, the players can say it to their blue in the face, right? We're not disrespecting the flag. But Keyman 1849 has a right to feel that they are. But here's the question. If I were to give, if we at BehindAndSteelCurtain.com were to give Keyman free tickets to the 200 section, he'd go watch Players kneel forget about it, have a brew, eat some snacks and then watch the Steelers. And that's what the owners are banking on. That's what the owners are banking on. They're banking on that your moral indignation will last or will stop as soon as the anthem stops. And what you're going to do is continue to buy brews at 14 bucks. You're going to buy a vegan sandwich for another 16 bucks cuz they're going to cater to your different dietary restrictions. You're going to go have a great time and watch the Steelers hopefully win a game. I mean, that's it. I mean, I mean I mean that that's it. So it's not and so because people have so many different perspectives and because fans have not shown the ability to consistently coalesce and rally around any point of controversy that may come up when it comes to the NFL. The NFL doesn't care. They absolutely know you will be in the stands, whether players kneel or not. So people will complain. Trump will complain. It'll go back and forth. But guess what? Guess what people will be doing on Sundays? They will be at games and they will be watching games from their house. They'll be watching games on uh, NFL ticket. They'll be watching games on NFL Game Pass. I'll say it again. The players will kneel and fans will still come. Big up to the editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com the Oracle, Dave Schofield. He wrote, what I'm seeing is a lot of great people here with different perspectives and priorities. As long as we all respect these, difference is the key. And you know, th- that's a great statement. The thing about it, ironically, is the NFL doesn't care. <laughs> like, like, the NFL doesn't care one way or another. And Donald Nolan is right. Kneeling has nothing to do with football. But so, but a lot of things have nothing to do with football. And I don't think that Nolan Donald Nolan probably disliked the Steeler game. If somebody kneeled, he probably doesn't even know if, who kneeled. Like, he's still watching the games. You know, the only way the NFL will budge on this is if people actually don't go. But they know people aren't going to not go. I mean, point blank. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're hear in conversation with business icons. This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Like John Trent said, actions speak louder than words. And <laughs> NFL owners know that the words of fans. Ring hollow. I don't even. I, I don't even care if you're riled up. They, they 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 just don't care. They don't care. They absolutely know that you will be there. So William Withersby, I want to jump into his comment. He said, "I'm tired of racist people purposely conflating kneeling with disrespect. What about the police disrespecting you and the flag? That's okay, as long as they do it to minorities. See." Different opinions, right? We have our different opinions. And that's the beauty of it. Like Dave Schofield said, these issues aren't monolithic. The only thing that's monolithic in this is the NFL in 2018 made $14.4 billion. The NFL loves the, the variety of opinions. They just don't want you to feel neutral right? The NFL loves the variety of opinions. If there's enough people on this side of the issue or this side of the issue to feel passionate about it, hey, they know if they lose this side, this side's going to make it up. Trust me, the NFL is more concerned about how to provide a safe player environment for COVID-19. Absolutely. I mean, if they know that you're willing to pay to put your life at risk, that's the, only, <laughs> like, how, how worried are they? I mean, they're not worried. They're not that worried. I mean, I mean, NFL's got us fans. They, they, they got us fans by the short and curls. I mean, they got us, they, they got us by the tail because we have shown that in all circumstances, we are going to do what we're going to do to get and consume our entertainment. I mean, that's, that's, you know, th- th- that's all it is. And I want to jump into this point here before I-, I get off the show pretty soon. So no one you know said, Vic wearing black and gold didn't make me forget what he did. Him serving the time society said had to serve made me forgive him. And that's great for no one you know. But I'm sure there are plenty of fans that never forgave him for dogfighting and still went to the games and rooted for him if he threw a touchdown pass. I want to give a big shout out to William Withersby. Big up for the $20. Thank you for the comments. Speak the realest talk here. You know, I got to keep it real for y'all, man. I'm, I'm from the North side of Pittsburgh, man. I, I only know how to keep it real. You know, I'm too old to be false to, to to be false and say stuff that I don't actually believe. Uh, You know, I, I, I mean, this is what I believe. It's just, Fans, we have been treated like suckers, man. I mean, honestly, I mean, we have been treated like suckers by owners. We get taken advantage by owners. Owners don't really care about us. And you will see if your ownership cares about you in terms of if they will make their stadium safe for you in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, that, that'll be my measure in terms, or, or that should be your measure of my thought of if a stadium it, or or for an ownership group really cares about you. The only other way that an ownership group cares about you if they try to put on a quality product. But you got organizations like the Cleveland Clowns and the Bungles that put out bad teams over and over. So you're going to go pay for a bad team and put your health at risk. Imagine that. And fans are going to do it, and players are going to kneel in those stadiums. You're going to see kneeling players and bad football, and you're still going to pay money. It's because we're fans. It is fans. We are fans. Um, let me sh- let me look at this here comment by Kyle Smith. Understood, disrupting an already unifying event. Standing for the flag is supposed to be a, un- a unifying event, as all Americans under the flag represents all of them, not just the government. But see, that's the thing, and that's that that's the difference is, and that's the nuance here is, the flag may mean that for Kyle Smith, it may not mean that for Richard Cricorian. It may not mean that for Ezra Nehemiah. It may not mean that for Dave Schofield. And the problem is when we apply monolithic thoughts to everybody and we try to punish them is if they don't ascribe to the same opinions that we have. But regardless of that, whether it's unifying or not, you're still going to go to the games. You're still going to go to the games you're absolutely still going to consume football. I mean, you're not going to not go to the game. You know, if I give you some tickets, you're going to go to the game. You're just going to go to the game. I mean, (laughs) you know, and that's why the NFL, and thank you, Deal With It. Thank you for the quote here. If you build it, they will come. Field of Dreams baseball movie. It applies to football. When they open them gates, It doesn't matter if them players kneel or not. If they open the gates, you will come. I know that doesn't rhyme, but if you open the gates, you will make a pilgrimage to the Mecca. Let me jump into the last comment of the program before I get out of here. What up, Felicia? Felicia Ballard said, I love my Steelers and I love my Steeler fan, but please, please. Let's not start with the sides. Let people or players do what they feel, what is right for them. If you disagree, cool. But let's keep it. I'm gonna say, I I think her comment cut off. I'm gonna say, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it one hundred. Yes, and 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 and, 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 and <laughs> James Cowboys laughing at me that I didn't remember Field of Dreams. I saw, um, you know, um, I, I I saw. The movie, but I did not remember the quote. So bottom line, I mean, where we're at is just is just simply this. There's too much money to lose for stadiums to not open. You're talking about losing five point five billion dollars. And that was in twenty eighteen. There's too much money to lose. So they are going to open the doors. Game one players are going to kneel game one. The administration is going to put pressure on players who kneel and Roger Goodell in the National Football League to take some punitive action against players who do kneel. The NFL will not do anything based on Roger Goodell's comments from two weeks ago and based on the pressure that the BLM movement and the protests across the country have done in terms of spotlighting systemic racism in America. And last but not least, you are going to go to the games regardless. With all of this going on, the NFL knows all of this will occur and you're gonna go to the games and ratings are gonna be fantastic the games are going to be packed to the hilt, even with a pandemic in the fall, that a lot of people are saying are going it's going to rear up again and have a second outbreak. Maybe, maybe not. A lot of people are. You're still going to be there. You're absolutely going to be there. You're going to buy a $14 brew. You're going to buy a $12 vegan sandwich with heirloom tomatoes and some cheese and some sprouts. You're going to pay $50 to park. You're going to buy a couple of t-shirts and you're going to hop on a plane and go back to California. Why? Because you've never been to the Mecca. You've never been to Heinz and all of that other stuff won't matter because you want that experience. The owners know that you're willing to pay for that experience. They know that you're willing to put all of this other stuff to the side. For you to get that experience. They know that you don't care if players murder people. They don't. Ca- they know you don't care if players have killed dogs or been serial rapists, beaten women. They know you're coming to the games. And what they're going to do is open up those gates so you can go in. But with that, we are going to conclude the program. And as always, tune in, tell a friend and subscribe.